Alright, what's up y'all? It's your girl Raven with The Real and the Raw. And today we have a special guest. It's my girl Tasha Drake. So listen, we about to give it to y'all real and we gonna give it to y'all raw. That's what y'all been asking for and we about to give it to y'all. So what's up Tasha? How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for Good, asking. good. So if you can tell us about yourself, your accomplishments, tell us a little more up about where you're from and who are you? Um, well, my name is Quintasha Drake. Um, I'm 37. I'm from Rain, Louisiana. Um, I'm married to Lamondi Drake. I have three, two daughters, a shy and a baby. Um, some accomplished that um I have achieved for myself. Um, it's a coincidence that this question was asked. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to um finish high school due to things that I went through in life. But um, I'm honored to say that that was achieved and I'm looking forward to going back to school um and um that's it um, all right okay all right so where are you from I'm from rain okay rain Louisiana so I'm gonna just give us a little snippet of how we met um I was braiding my hair and of course Quintasha was doing her nails um and she was running it in the front. And, you know, everybody know I'm nosy. I'm messy. Not messy in a bad way, but I'm nosy. So I'm, like, telling my brain, I'm like, man, she said, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see when she's done because I want to see her body. No, when she walked in, I was like, wait, what the? What did you go do, girl? Like, you took your life Um, But we ran it off from there. and. You know, God does everything for a reason. God put people in your life for a reason. And you might not know why at first, but look what we at today. And it was just off of this one rundown. Like, we never hung out together, none of that. And just one day when I thought about this, I'm like, yeah, she a perfect one. Because she's so outspoken and just real. So, yes, y'all just stay tuned because we're about to give it to y'all. Um... So our first topic will be about marriage. We want to start with marriage. Um, I've been married two, two and a half years. It's going to be three July 11th. Um, I've been with my husband. It's going to be nine years in December. Um, of course, it's rocky. Some days is good. Some days is bad. But we have to maintain it. So if you can just tell us a little bit about your marriage. How long have you been married? I've been married 18 years, but my husband and I um been together 20 okay. and married 18. Okay, okay. And how did you guys meet? Um actually we met through um a friend of mine um that was uh actually living in Arkansas and she um she introduced uh, my husband and I and we've been rocking and rolling ever since. All right. All right. So, like, were you in any other serious relationships prior to your marriage? Um, yes. Uh, before um, I got married, actually, um, I've always been in relationships, you know. Um, before that, I was in a relationship for, like, um, almost two years, yes. Okay, okay, okay. And, like, your biggest argument in the marriage, what is it usually about? Um... I know in most marriages, financial finances will be the biggest issue. But um, honestly, um, I've never had that problem. You know, it was never an issue about finances. Um, my biggest issue in our marriage was um, me. Um, I'm big on my love language. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. right. I'm, I'm very big on that. And I think that's the problem um, me and my husband always had because um, I wanted him to do this, I wanted this, I wanted that. And not I'm not speaking on materialistic like for me. Right. So that's when we were bunk heads a lot. So like and, and the reason why I asked you that question is because um I think my biggest argument in the marriage is cell phone wise. Like um I always got my phone in my hand and my husband don't like that. Like it's a problem to him because y'all stay on Facebook 24-7. But in a marriage, you know, like, I told him and I explained to him, like, listen, we got to make this exciting for each other. Um, You don't like me having my phone 24-7. What, what we can do to stop that? Like, what you going to do? Because there's some things 
I don't like, but we both not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that's the biggest, like, problem, yeah, issue in our marriage, which is going to work, I promise you. Um, (laughs) So, if you can give any advice on marriage, what would it be? Um... First off, I would say, um, speaking from my marriage and all that we've been through, I would say, you know, um, marriage is a give and take. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right. don't ever say that, you know, you think you know your partner, you think you know your spouse, because, man, people change every day. You know, um, we still learning each other, you know, um, mm-hmm. and just keep people out your business, you know, and don't live for the media. You know, and I had to learn that the hard way. You know, I was always I'm a recover I'm recovered from being um people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You know, um trying to make things look good, trying to make things look good for the outside world, but it, you really wasn't happy. Right. So just keep the media, keep the people out your business, and most importantly, keep God first. That's that's Amen. the most important thing. Amen. And I definitely listen, just to piggyback off of what she said, um, God have to be first. Um, if you don't believe in God, no type, your marriage won't work at all. You have to put God first. And like she said, social media, when you have big arguments, keep that away from that because at the end of the day, that's your husband. And if you feel like you got to expose what's going on in your home, you just, you allow the devil to just corrupt it all together. And that's what they be wanting. So you got to stay back from that. Um, and I must say, like, I'm very blessed because even though we have ups and downs, me and my husband, we don't clown on Facebook. Like, y'all would never know that. Like, I'm going to still post him for my crush, Monday crush, and we beefing. Like, he, we ain't even talking. But that's one thing I can say, you know, um, I'm I'm blessed in that area. My husband don't believe in social media and Instagram. Uh-huh. You know, he's not... He's not, he think it's weird for me uh-huh. to be, you know, on that type right. of, um, and like, I'll be like, um, cause my husband, he don't be posting me for my birthdays, you know, mother's day. And I'm like, but he don't post the children either. And, but he's not one to post. Right. He's not about that. And, you know, he'd be like, man, people would have never known if I brought it home. If you wouldn't have posted, people wouldn't know what kind of car, you know, right. it's things you post like that people know about like I'm I'm not that type of person so that's 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 something big very big and I mean I'll be like you ain't gonna post me today right now you know I had to speaking of that you know another thing dealing with posting um I'm gonna just speak from like years ago I would always you know my husband would buy me he can buy me a candy Uh and I'm like oh he bought me a candy you know but when you real life happens you don't even worry about what your mate. Because first of all, you don't really want another person knowing what your mate is doing for you. Right. You know, right. I had to learn that I would post every single thing my husband did for me. And now people know this. You know, I may just post like if you're on a family vacation or something like that. But I don't ever really bring it to the internet because I really be trying to enjoy my moments. And I'm really sincerely happy in my marriage now. So I don't have to. I'm not out there on social media looking for validation, so I don't have to post him just to prove to the world that we're happy. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not doing that no more. That's the past. And when I was doing that, I really wasn't happy. Exactly. So, Ooh, girl, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> All right. Um, so how did you overcome? Like, how did you overcome your hardest battles? Um, honestly, um, I'm gonna just say um I'm gonna speak on my hardest battle because that one that battle is what really changed my marriage tremendously like honestly my hardest battle was in 2019 uh-huh. um Nobody, like literally nobody didn't know what was going on, what happened, you know, because a strong person is hard and people think that you're strong, you know, it's hard for you to go to them and ask them for advice. But, you know, I just want the world to know, you know, it's okay. You don't have to be strong. You know, you don't have to be strong, you know, because carrying that that name and people thinking that you're strong, you know, it makes it hard. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to just say my hardest battle was in 19 and... God, like I, I couldn't do it without him. You know, I um my husband and I, you know, we split 
Um, you know, he went his way and I went, you know, and I stayed over at home, you know, and I was drowning in depression and really like nobody, not mom, not my siblings, like nobody, because it was hard for me to go to them because they always felt like nothing can happen to me. Right. Yes, things can happen to me. You know, I just never had time to express how I ever felt or what I was going through because everybody always rushed me with their problems, uh-huh. you know, and depression was really taking over me. But God, you know, he sent a cousin to me, you know, that I really would never talk to every day that actually had to drag me out of my bed and remind me that, Tasha, you haven't got out this bed in three days, you know, right, right. and I honestly, I had to stop focusing on my marriage and focus on Tasha, mm-hmm. what Tasha needed. You know, because sometimes, you know, we go through issues in life and our marriage and we think it's about our mate, but it's really about us. Okay. And that's what I felt like God was dealing with me. So I, when I start focusing on the marriage and start reading and leaning and depending on God, you know, and, pro- and making promises to him and trying to live up to those promises, you know, he sent my man back to me. You know, and not when I wanted, because time is not, you know, his time was so much better because in 20 years, my husband has never prayed with me. He never prayed for me. And when he sent him back to me, you know, that's the husband that I have. And I overcame those battles by just praying and crying and making changes in my life. Because I would always sit there and make excuses like, oh, this is my husband. It's you, 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 you. Right. But really, it was me. I needed right. to change. I, I, I had to tell I tell everybody that I talk to about marriages, you know, I would always tell my husband what he wasn't doing instead of focusing on what I wasn't doing. Uh So when I changed, I didn't have to tell him what he needed to do. He already knew what to do. So now I don't have to tell him what I need. He knows what I need, you know. So, I mean, that's the way I overcame that tough tough battle was just prayers and God Mm -hmm. and working on Tasha as a person. And now my husband tells me all the time that he's so attracted to my mind because God really dealt with me in that area. And I'm I'm forever grateful. That's good. And it's crazy because, um, like me, my husband never, we've never been together that long. Mm -hmm. We can take breaks and this and that. But I was addicted to the club before I met my husband. Um, I was out every weekend. Um, my husband wasn't in the club. So it's crazy because one day I was fussing with him to go out. I'm like, you go babysit. Okay. He didn't want to babysit. And I'm fussing with him. I'm I'm driving. I'm driving my kids to my mama house. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, um, we we hard down fussing on the phone. And I get to the stop sign and all I hear is, mom, the lady gonna hit you. And I and I hit the lady walking, and I'm like, oh my god! Like the lady sliding down my hood, and I'm like, what? Like that was my confirmation right there. Like y'all, since since that happened, which the lady was okay. Like I got her up, brought her to the hospital. She was okay, thank God. Um, and like it was crazy because I had like this big cup of liquor in my car, and I'm like, I'm going to jail. You know, she was fine. But since that day, like, I ain't never been in a club back to back to back. Now I go randomly. Um, but, like, that's that there. God opened my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't have to be there. And that was our toughest battle because I was like, man, listen, this is me. This is what I like and you have to appreciate. It. You have to like what I like. But when that happened, y'all, I, I, I kid you not, I have never been in a club every weekend back to back to back. And that was because God had to open my eyes and show me, like, I'm going to give you another chance. But listen, that club thing, you were on the phone fussing about it, and look what you could have killed somebody. So, I mean, it, it's stuff like that, that. That opened up my eyes, and that was a big battle for me, which now I'm very thankful, very thankful that. I am where I'm at today um, with that. So what was the toughest year in your marriage? How did you survive it? Well, that's kind of like the yeah. question that I asked her before, but I guess I could, I guess I have another one. It was so long. <laughs> um, I would say um, another tough year in um, our marriage was in uh, maybe... I would say 2000, 
maybe um, 15. Okay. That was enough. Tough. That was another um, tough year. But I still was so immature. You know, right. I didn't care as much. You know, right. I, I, and I did what I mean I don't know I just I didn't even depend on God so that's why things kept constantly coming against us so that was a tough year for us too but you know by the grace of God Mm -hmm. you know we made it but I didn't care as much as I care now I didn't know as much as I know now so you know that was another tough year and again how I survived it continued doing what I was doing and let you know, we didn't mm-hmm. care to communicate about nothing. We just, I, we just didn't care. Right. So how we survived and just kept pushing. Right. right. Like they, like the old saying, push it underneath the rug. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. All right. Um, how do you manage being a wife and a mother? Um. Now, honestly, I feel like that area really took a toll on my marriage too, because honestly, I know when a wife was. God, husband, kids, mm-hmm. and I know that. But when it came to my kids, my kids was like I put them before him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, plenty of nights I would be with my girls and they're laughing and clowning with them and not paying them any attention. And you know, it was just all about my girls. So it was hard. And now I leave them in their room. <laughs> You know, so I just had to learn. I mean, most importantly, it was just about me. You know, I was so big on trying to uh, make my girls, help my girls be better than I was. So when I forgot about him, you know, but now, you know, I trust that everything I feel in them is, you know, it's going to follow them. So now I can give my husband the attention and time that he he needs as a man. Right, right. Yeah. And like speaking, like I have um, six kids or biological minds and two step kids, um, which everyone knows. And from age, age range, 15 to three years old. So it'd be hard because you want, which is not hard. Let me say this. It's not hard for us because our support team is so big and helpful. Um, shout out to our, our mothers. Um, um, our, well, my father-in-law, you know, shout out to them because anytime we want to step, we just got to call them. Not everybody have that available to them, you know, so we're very blessed for that, but we don't do much, honestly. We're always home with the babies, and I just be like, man, listen, by the time you feed them, by the time you take them a bed, by the time you do homework with them, all I'm ready for is just to take my bed and go to bed. Right. Like, I'm like, how can I manage, like, separating? Because I still have to be husband. You know what right. I'm saying? So it be hard. It's hard. Yes. It's crazy. It's crazy. I didn't care. You know, yes. at the time, I didn't right. care. Because if you want me to be, um, I, I did everything you did. I was the man, too. You know, mm-hmm. I work. I took care of kids. You know, mm-hmm. I and, I mean, if you wanted me to give you that time, then we had to remove work, you know. So if I had to do, you know, both my girls was in sports, you know, so me ripping and running, uh, I have to be a mom and I know I had to be a wife. But if you wanted me to, I had to work too. So yes. you need, I had to remove work to give you that time. So mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. Like, it gets tired. Yeah, it, 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 it does. And our baby just finally started sleeping with her big sister. So that's a big help. Like, you know, that helps us a lot. Um. But it's very hard. We got sports too. I got dance. I got basketball. I got everything. And I like to be, you know, in a relate now. Now that I see it, um, you and your mate time is necessary. Right. Is is definitely necessary. Like now, you know, uh, me and my husband. Um, now since things are the way it is with us, you know, we just decided to take one day, one weekend out of a month, you know, mm-hmm. and go and spend time, you know, just me and him. And mm-hmm. I mean, those dates are necessary. And I didn't even look at it that way. Right. We really bond and have fun with each other. So, yeah, make time. Don't wait long like me. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. Because listen, I'll be like in the house. We don't, when I tell you, we don't do nothing. Like, unless it's something like traveling with the kids, you know right. what I'm saying? But I... Like I said, he's not an outsider. I'm the outsider. But if I ask him, hey, you know, let's do this, we're going to do it. But it's like every blue moon. You know what I'm saying? Right. But 
I definitely told him, like, I'm ready. Like, we have to explore the world together because life is so short. You know, mm-hmm. like, you can wake up today, tomorrow be going on, seconds be going. You know what I'm saying? But that that's something that's, oh, Lord, listen, that's big. Um, so do you believe in once a cheater, always a cheater? No. No, no, I don't believe it. Um, I do. I mean, people change. I mean, I cheated. Mm-hmm. That's real and honest. I cheated, and I would never mm-hmm. cheat on my husband again. Ever, right. Ever. So no, right. people change, and I'm a strong believer that people change, and you don't have to cheat mm-hmm. because I would never ever cheat on him again. Right. And it's crazy that you said that because um at the beginning like. I had did the same, um, and we wasn't even married yet. We was boyfriend and girlfriend, but I had I had crossed that line, and I don't know why I did it. I, I don't know it's because I felt like he wasn't showing me the love. I don't, because, like I said, we wasn't doing things. You know what I'm saying? At first, when we first got in a relationship, it was just so good. Like, everything was just so good. We was going places. We was doing things. Um, and then, of course, the children come. So it changes everything. Because now you have responsibilities. You can't move how you wanted to move. But I don't know what made me do that. And I know. What? I feel like no matter what your spouse. Your and I know people, you know, as women, we feel like, um, oh, if whatever he's not doing, you know, somebody else is going to do it. And I used to look at that that way, right? you know, but I feel like as women, me now, I love me too much for that. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what he ain't doing now. Right. Um, I'm never going to look for confidence in another man. Right. Because I love me. Mm-hmm. So whatever I feel like now, whatever I feel like my husband ain't doing and I'm not happy with it, I'll just leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to be with another man or cheat or none of that just to make myself feel good like right. i'm not gonna do it you know right. so i feel like we don't love ourselves enough when we're out here feeling like we need somebody because honestly we're supposed to make ourselves happy mm-hmm. they just gotta add on to that right you know right. so no i mean that's what i think your problem is <laughs> really yeah. wrong right right <laughs> right, right. right. I'm, I'm, I'm i'm very because after that happened um my husband ended up Proposing to me like a month later, um, and from there, like you know, it's been like nobody. Like it's not like that. Like we're not like I. I know my vows. When I said my vows, that's what it was, and that's what it is. And that's good because I said mine, and I ain't know what it was and what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you learn, right? Right. And I fear God so much now, and I'm not like like I said, this what it is, the real. And the, the real and the raw, you know, and I'm gonna be free in order for me to live my truth. I have to tell the truth, you know. Yes. And I feel like it was late for me to learn how important marriages was to, mm-hmm. you know, marriages, how, how important it is in God's eyes. And I feel like God ain't gonna bless a mess. Exactly. So when He decided to change me, change my husband, change our marriage, like we've really been blessed. And people would think. And that's how I say, like, you get on this internet, you look at people, you look at their lives, but you really don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because people always feel like, oh, when Tasha thinks this, I'm mm-hmm. so sad. I wasn't happy. But when y'all look at me now, I can honestly say I am happy. Yes. And this yes. don't have nothing to do with what my husband do for me. Or right. It's me as a person. So right. that, like, you know, like, we live and we learn. We all make mistakes. And anybody that's sitting behind, like, everybody that's watched the show, I'm, they, they done made mistakes. And I feel like you ain't over your mistakes. And you ain't, you continue, you may, you still make them. If you can't be honest and say, I did it and it, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's done. I did it. Right, right. You know. And I was like, um, you know, me personally, I feel like the world today, people get married based off of, a hype thing. They not sitting back and realizing all that comes with a marriage. Um, like me personally, I feel like I'm here to help my spouse. Not, I don't want you to break your neck all the way. Listen, it's crazy because my spouse, my husband is the cook. My husband clean. He does all that. And 
I feel like I be feeling him at times because all he asks me for is put your phone down. Like put the phone down. That's it. That's it. Like honestly, like real and raw. That's like listen. That he be like, man, I won't be tripping on nothing. Like I'm the cook. I'm clean. Like I won't trip on none of that. You know what I'm saying? Which you know, in the Bible they said a woman's supposed to do. You know. That's the old days. Because if that's, yeah, the, case, if that's the case, then us women would have to get up and go to work. Go to work. Because like I said, in our marriage, we never had like an issue like us having a problem with financial because he's always been a great provider. To right. Work. You know, plenty of times I've always felt like, you know, I don't have to go to work because regardless of what me and my kids is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But now once I start maturing, it doesn't matter that he goes to work every day. I'm going to work too. I'm right. going to help him, exactly. you know, and and in our house, we don't have a who cook. If he's home first, he going to cook. Mm-hmm. If he cook, he going to wash his dishes and mm-hmm. vice versa. It's no who do it. No, it's a teamwork. You know, we right. don't live in the old days no more. So that's because I know one time we cooked that over at my house and my sister came and my husband was actually a cook that day. And I remember her coming in, you know, leaning over the uh, bar and she was like, did y'all plan this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what you talking about? She was like, well, how do you know to wash the dishes? Like, mm-hmm. y'all, did y'all? I'm like, no, we just know. Exactly. I mean, you, I work just like you. So if I work, cook, you can wash it. We all do the same thing. Right, you know, so, right, right. Yeah, and um, it's like a give and take, you know. It is, and that's something that's being like, like I said, like with the people that I know, I know people that get married up a height. They do all the time. I see it every day. You know, the internet has made the internet. I look every day, and I I hear people mm-hmm. say like, "Oh, this person, oh, this person, that person." Or her man doing this for her, or yeah. this man doing this for this. You know, they living up and they don't even want the man, but they right. still up for the, the for whatever reason. Girl, I'm not even miserable like That's that. You know, because um, I feel like if your man going to spend all this buku money on you or buy you all these, whatever he buying you, and he ain't made you a wife yet, y'all entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want. 700 roses right make me a wife yeah if, if if i mean that much to you exactly you know so i feel like it's just a hype i'm a mara i mean i heard people say i'm an engager to shut up mm-hmm. you know it's just people don't really i mean it's just so it's social media right right social, social media. media i'm glad i got married yeah in the old days yeah you know so it wasn't it, right it, it wasn't all that and, and, and like i said i'm not gonna sit here and try to make it seem like my marriage was because guess when we married we didn't even know what it was because when he asked me to marry i'm like yeah good i have a wedding you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna have a wedding but i didn't really know how important it was but i thank god that he gave me the chance and fixed my marriage every time you know when you're the chosen one you're the chosen one right like, they can't take that from you right so i thank god for his grace and mercy that he Poured over my marriage because we're here today. Mm-hmm. And I got to honestly say, in 18 years, this past seven has been the, besides that one time in 19, it, it has been amazing. That's so amazing. I just say to any married, any married couple that's out there, don't always take your battles as an end mm-hmm. because we have always evolved after, mm-hmm. after a battle. After a battle, we have always evolved. And this here, like, is the best. That's good. Um, and advice for me as well, because you see, listen, when I got engaged, the day after I was planning a wedding, and I had about 40 people, <laughs> and my husband had like probably three or four people, because he doesn't interact with people like that, you know, he don't right. mingle, and he was like, man, this is the day after, like, what's going on, and I was like, yeah, Oh, I was bragging on Facebook, showing, you know, like just feeling like I had to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it all balled down, and I was like, you know, I'm so thankful that COVID came around. Not thankful because it killed some people, but because that that hurt. But in my household, I was thankful because it opened up our eyes tremendously. Um we didn't get married with all those people. We got married. I had two bridesmaids and I had my children in the wedding. And we got married in my mama's backyard. And I was like, because my husband was like, listen, all that money we buy since then is COVID. 
we ain't gonna, people ain't gonna be able to mingle with each other like that. We can save that money and buy us a house. And I'm like, okay, that's cool with me. I, you know, every person wants that big dream wedding. You know, every every girl wants that big beautiful dream wedding at first. But what's for you is for you. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, listen. If we gonna make it happen, that made sense to me. I had um, I had I like I had like 24 people in my wedding. 24 to 30 people in my wedding. My wedding was so ugly. It was so old. Right. It was, you know, back if you look at the nice weddings now, mm-hmm. it was so old. You know, I mean, the girls looked good. It was a fun wedding, but it mm-hmm. wasn't all the nice things that they right. have now. Right. But I, but so many people that got married after me, they had beautiful weddings. So I always say now, you know, small wedding, big marriage. Yes. Big wedding, small mm-hmm. marriage. Yes. You know, so that's what people have to realize. You go, I mean, who are you doing it for? Right. So, for this to last or just for you to entertain people? Right. Because I think you put everybody in your way and, girl, have some people I don't even talk to no mm-hmm. more, girl. Right, right. So, and that's that's what I'm, because listen, after this, y'all, when I tell you, we had the most, like, the wedding was so fun and ratchet. Listen, <laughs> it was so fun. It was ratchet. And, girl, I was just like, people was like, we're not going to be married yet. Like, you know, which <laughs> we will be renewing our vows. I had 75 years, but I think I'm going to do 10 um, because our kids will be old enough. My little girl was just a baby. So the baby couldn't even walk in our way when she yeah. had to carry her. So we're going to renew eventually and do something big. You know what I'm saying? If God saves the thing. Um, but I just felt like, he, where he come from is so strong. Just coming from relationships I've been in, you know what I'm saying? Like prior to him, I didn't been. I had kids with someone that was way older than me and treated just treated me like yeah, I'm just anything. So I never thought that nobody else would ever. After I had my first two kids, like nobody would ever want me. You know what I'm saying? Because or or treat me how I'm being treated now. Right. Um, but he has a mindset, like my husband has a mindset and it's not for y'all to go in his inbox, so you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for that, but it's just to tell you how like they have real men out there. Because you know I see posters that cross where's the real men, this and that. My yeah. they have them. They they still are here, honestly. <laughs> it has the real men out there. Yeah. We have to just change. Yeah. Change who you know you are. Yeah. You and are. like women like certain men. Mm-hmm. But if it ain't working out with them men, then you need to find you another yes. find another man. Yeah. All right. So did you create boundaries to protect your marriage? Yes. Once we came, once we worked on our marriage, and because we ended up, like I said, you renewed, we renewed our vows. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're gonna have something big. Um, we renewed our vows in twenty. That happened in nineteen. We renewed our vows in twenty or twenty. In twenty, when he came back, when mm-hmm. everything worked out. Um, we didn't. We did it private, just me, him, and my girls. Um, and we said boundaries because I, I was, uh, I wanted to please everybody, mm-hmm. but I was actually hurting him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. We say around just to where, you know, um, if if one say no, you know, and we don't come to agreement, it's not being done. Right. You know, it don't matter who it is, who it is, you know, who who want help, you know, um, we put our phones up when we go to bed, mm-hmm. you know, um, we do that. Um, that's something we did. Cause I, I like, I like, um, Social media too. I'm not gonna say right. that. just to see, but I but now I just be on the explore page. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideas of different things, but yeah, we uh set the phones down, you know, and have time with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the boundaries we set. Like, don't don't we're not trying to please nobody else. Right. It's right. all about us. Exactly. Um, with us and not like with our marriage, we don't have passcodes on our phones. Um, that's something that we made a promise to each other, which we don't go through each other's phones, but we don't have passcodes either. Um, we have passcodes, uh, we have passcodes, but, uh, my husband is very, he don't do the phone checking thing. Mine either. Like, Mine and either. I don't do that either. I mean, mm-hmm. we have like, uh, I mean, the only thing we, like me, him and my girls on long 360 app, you know, mm-hmm. we do that, but we don't do the phone thing. I don't check his phone, he don't right. check mine, you know, 
to me. That's that's crazy because I feel like what God wants to be revealed is going to be revealed. revealed. I'm not looking for it, exactly, know? exactly. Um, that we have that and another boundary that we say basically like at night. We we put our phones. We I definitely put my phone down at night. So I do, I do, and. It's crazy because um, this past weekend that just passed, we had already been taught the same thing. And I was like, this week I feel like, I was like, you know what? He had surprised me for my birthday. And so Mr. San Antonio, we went to San Antonio together. He had surprised me. And I made a promise to him on that trip that I would put my phone down. And he'd be like, eight years later, like, years later, you're still doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay. So this week, this past week, I can honestly say that um, I did work on putting my phone down. You know what I'm saying? And it's been different. And he'd be like, if you notice, like, I don't, he's like, I be wanting to come home and talk to you about some stuff, but I can't because when I look up, you and your phone. And I'm like, that's a problem on my end. That, that's a big problem. And it's not that I'm cheating. I'm not doing none of that. I'm just into social media. And I'm just on Facebook. I'm, I'm on Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. Not on Instagram. We made a promise not to go on Instagram, and that's what it is. And which I had started on Instagram, uh, but I did remove it. Um, just because that's something we made a promise to ourselves that we will not. He don't like it. We're not gonna do that. I'm like, okay, cool. But I've been working on it, and like like you said, you have to work on yourself too. You want him to do things, but. I have to work on myself as well. Yeah. And he'd be like, because there'd be things I'd be wanting to do, but you'd be messing just, up the mood in the week. Right. Just like you said, um, he don't like to do this. He don't like mm-hmm. to do this. See, my husband was saying he don't like, he don't have friends. You mm-hmm. know, he talks to guys here and there, but he don't do social media. But, you know, um, I like social media. Mm-hmm. But, um, excuse me, um, once, like, the thing is, because I would be like, my husband don't like to do this because he's not going to a club. I think the last time my husband ever been in the club, probably when we got married. Right. I mean, he don't do the club thing or, you know, um, me and him probably went to a bar or something. But, like, um, once you change, I promise you, he going to change. Because my husband was setting his little bubble to, wouldn't want to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Want, now, he's, he's up with me. Like, you know, right. we... We right. do it like I didn't, I don't have to beg him to change no more. Right. So like I said, if you just give him that, put that phone up, give mm-hmm. him that time, and that person that you think just wants to stay in the house, maybe he would start doing things. You know, right. that's that's how it is with me and my husband now. Right. Um. And what was y'all like first impression when y'all met each other? Well, he told me I was fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He said I was fine, and I did not like him. Again, you know, we, as women, we have, I, I met my husband, uh, it was September, around September, I don't remember everything, it was like September 23rd, 2000, and I promise, I did not like him. Right. I did not like him at all. I was so bad, and trying to, well, I was being disobedient. So I left. I went with my friend and we went way to Fort Smith, Arkansas. With, and I, like, when I seen him, I'm like, nah, if he ain't that nigga. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, nah, he ain't that nigga because I was so used to having, you know, big dog. Big dog. Yeah. And gangster mm-hmm. thing, you know, uh-huh. she, I didn't really like him, you know. I ended up going, you know, with him and my friends to Arkansas, and I stayed up there, and I tried to make myself like him mm-hmm. as much as I. It just wouldn't come, right? You know. But then uh, he would work twenty one and seven, and I remember him leaving to go to work. And at the time, I was so bad. I was out here fighting, doing the most, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember sitting on the stairway one day because I was like, because I was fifteen when I left with him. You know, trying to be grown, right, right. And I remember he left to go to work. You know, and um, at the time, you know, I was giving trouble, you know, to my mom, and um, just like I said, I hear, I hear feel like they say thugging, right, right. So um, I um, I sat there one day and I realized, you know, I'm like, maybe this is what God wants for me. Mm -hmm. So when he came back, I he had, I was actually at his apartment and. I started opening up a little bit, you know, realize just trying to be mature, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I I fell in love 
over the time, and that's honesty. You know, right. honesty. I fell in love over time, and now I realize that he was having sex. I mean, he changed my life so much. It took a while, right? Right. But he did, and I'm thankful for him. So no, at the first, at the beginning, I ain't like him. Right. Right. No, no. <laughs> and he was he was rough enough. <laughs> Right. He wasn't rough enough, but that's my baby and I love him. You right. Know, I'm thankful for him. And that's the same like with me, my husband, girl. My my cousin was dating, um, was married to his his cousin and at the time. And but I had seen him in a, a gas station. I was in the store, his favorite store still to today. And I had stopped to the store before I even knew who he was. And girl, I'm in the store, and I'm like, he opened the door for me, and I'm like, thank you. And he was like, you can go. Okay, I'm like, so I get back in the car, and my mom and my aunt in the car with me, my nanny, and she was, I was like, they said, what you waiting on? I said, for the door to walk out, I was like, you look good. And y'all, like, kid, do not. He stared at me, like, he walk out. And I'm still in the car, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat, waiting for him to approach me, you know. Never approaching me. And I'm driving slow. Like, I'm driving on slow because I know you're going to stop the car. Don't play with me, bro. Girl, you didn't stop it. Um, He in the back to my cousin about me and hooked him up. And my cousin hooked us up. Um, they, they had did a bet on me, honestly. Like, an $11 bottle or some kind of drink or some little. So I told my cousin, how do you sell me for $11, bro? But that's how we met or whatever. And from there, like, I was like, okay, yeah, like, we, we did our first date, we went to eat to Chili's, and he was like, what do I order, like, he didn't even know, and I'm like, well, I don't know, because nobody ever liked me, you know, so we both was, like, low, and I was like, well, we, like, the music he would listen to was, like, August, Alcina, and our favorite song is Kissing on Your Tattoos, like, and I was like, you listen to He ended up putting on Boosie one time and I, when we was girlfriend work. And I was like, I didn't think you listened to Boosie. I didn't know you knew Boosie. Right. You know, but him having all the tattoos, you can never just think of somebody so gangster by their appearance. You know what I'm saying? Because the music he would listen to surprised me. Like, wait, what you, this is what you listen to? You ain't hard enough to see it, right? <laughs> but it wasn't that like and God showed me like that, like that is that's for me. Like I love him to death. Yes. And that one like, yeah, that's that's for me. That's for me. <laughs> um, let's see. So where are you going for this one? Uh do you have any other suggestions for marriage, relationship? No. My biggest thing is, um, I feel like if you go do it, do it from the bottom of your heart because you have to realize that you have to live with this person mm -hmm. for the rest of your life if that's what it's meant to be. You will go through ups and downs, and if a divorce is called for, do that because you still have to think about yourself, you have to, you know, worry about self, everything mm -hmm. is self. You know what I'm saying? So don't do it because the next person doing it. Don't do it because, don't get married because you're trying to make someone else mad. Like, you have to do it because this is what you really want. Um, I've been through so many relationships. And I'm just 30 years old. And I can honestly say, like, this has been the best. Like, I love my husband. I'm thankful that God sucked me, my husband. Um, and like I said, we have ups and downs, but that's Everybody. for us. Nobody's perfect. And that's another thing. Don't ever think that somebody on here has a perfect relationship. Nobody puts their downfalls on okay. real people, though, yes. for me. Because like I said, I've been married. I, my marriage has never, I never hit social media. Right. You're never going to know when that's, if we good, if we bad. Exactly. You know, you're never going to know because I'm going to have the mind right. behind my because that's only going to allow the devil to come in and push you out. And that same person that you've been, been into on Facebook or Instagram is going to be the same person that's going to be in your husband or your wife's inbox. Because they want to get in there because they want to see what 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 the what, what the what the you know. Mm -hmm. So you just got to uh, stay consistent. Um, and like I said, as y'all as y'all heard on the real and the raw. It's some things I gotta work on in my marriage. Um, 
So, like, no one is perfect. We just go give it to y'all real and we gonna give it to y'all raw. So, next topic we're gonna come on is our Brazilian butt lip. Y'all get ready. Give me one second. Let's take a break. I all right, y'all, what's up? It's your girl Raven with the real and the raw. And our second topic will be on Brazilian butt lips. You heard me. Brazilian butt lips, BBL. And we're going to give it to y'all real and we're going to give it to y'all raw. So nobody feel offended about nothing because we're just giving it to y'all the real. All right? Right. So my first question. So you did do a BBL, correct? Yeah. Um, what type of surgery did you have? Um, I did the BBL. I had a little hit that I had a complete tummy tuck. Okay, okay. Um, so most women get BBLs to attract a high value man. Do you think that's true or false? Um, I would say yeah. Okay, I know I didn't, but right, yeah, right. I would say yeah. Okay, and I think is well, I never did it. So I don't know, but I feel like that's what it is as well because they want the man with the money, they want the the money makers to look at them and you know what I'm saying. Um, yes, yes. Um, so most women that do the BBLs, do you think that they're doing it for themselves or for the hype? Honestly, I think most most women, majority of all of them, do it for the hype. I really do. Um. And I say that because um, that's all you really see is them. The ones that do it for the hype, you will always see them take an ass shot, you mm-hmm. know. And, yeah, to be better than the next woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely for the hype. I mean, I didn't do it for the hype. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I didn't do it for the hype. I did it for me. Mm-hmm. Because, and, cause honestly... I didn't really, um, a BBL didn't cross my mind until after I started losing the weight and I had all the um, extra access in. I mean, when I started my weight, when I started my weight loss journey, I was at 222, between 222 and 224. Um, nobody didn't believe it, but it was there. Right, um, right. And I started losing weight. Um, my goal weight was uh, 160 um, the day of surgery. I was actually 160, um, but I had like skin off my butt, you know, um, and it made me even feel worse than when I was actually big, you right? Know? And stomach just was like disgusting. And of course, I had um, the oh, I had a C-section that kind of I did the butt cut, so that was worse too. So I started feeling so so much more insecure with my body. Once the weight, mm-hmm. the skin started hanging on my butt and stuff. So that's when I decided that I wanted the BBL, but it was never to fit in with the next, um, with the hype or try to be better than the next woman or whatever. So, but again, I think a lot of them do it for the hype. Right, right. Um, me personally, because listen, I'm be and I be playing a lot about it. I be like, I'm going, I book my flight to Miami. You know, I just be, I I be playing. I'm scared. Me personally, I'm scared to do it. Um, based of all of the things like you hear, like can happen to you, like you know. Um, but I know me. You spoke before, and you said that nobody talk about like the process of when you get there. The mental part. Yeah, the, you have to be ready mentally and physically. You told me so. Yeah. And why is that? Um, like I well again when I started um I started asking. I I mean it's no wrong question. I mean mm-hmm. you want to know we have to ask. I asked around. Um, I googled up a lot. I got in um this group where. The doctor that did my surgery, you know, he would put all the women, people would ask different questions. Um, um, but again, no one never talked about the mental part mm-hmm. of the surgery. And I remember, I think it was like maybe two, two days or two, three days before I was actually catching my flight to leave. And I remember getting in the group, finally asking a question. I never asked a question in the group. Um, and I asked them like, um, how did you guys have anybody in here did the um the BBL, the hips and the tummy tuck all together? Like how did y'all sleep? One girl replied on my knees and I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. You know, um I didn't inbox and ask for no questions, but when me and my husband flew out to um 
Mexico where I did my surgery at. Um, I remember laying in the bed. My anxiety started going up like very bad. I woke up my husband and I'm like, baby, we got to go. Like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I started having dreams. And I kid you not, I never, um, I never Googled up the doctor, the actual doctor. So while I'm laying in the bed, I actually read that the doctor that did my surgery, somebody actually died. Mm. So my anxiety like went up and I'm like, baby, I can't do this. You right. know, you know, right. and he was like, I should be okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. So the next morning, you know, I went and it was so it was good. You know, it was five star, you know, I paid a right. little extra, you know, I went, I slept in Castillo dollhouse. Um, I stayed a long time because I wanted to make sure that I was taken care of, you know, that right. was the most important thing. I think I spent probably more money. When I came home, did actually there, there, you know, do, to do the surgery. Um, and I know I spoke with like one of my friends that did it. In. She explained to me that she had weight, and um, she said when I woke up in a room, she said when I when I first went to do my surgery, you know, I'm in a gown, and when you wake up from the surgery, you know, I'm with a bunch of girls. Mm -mm. She said she was in a room with a bunch of girls and everybody was crying. Oh, no. And she was like, it just made me cry. You know, and I'm like, wait, what the hell? Like, well, I, uh, where we stayed at, um, no, I didn't even see nobody. Like, it was actually just me and my friend and my husband. Okay. And we were the only ones in there. And, um, like, you didn't see none of that. It was very, like, they were very professional. Like, I didn't right. see anybody bleeding or calling or crying i didn't see nobody right right um in the healing process the healing process like after surgery and what's the risk like because no one ever speaks about that um well for me um i am um i do take warfarin which is a blood thinner um so i actually was taking a chance you know okay. um i take warfarin every day um because i have a history of blood clots so every time i get cut on you know um uh, sometimes my former blood clot, but by the grace of God, I didn't. Thank yes, God for that. Yes. Um, I started taking um injections in my belly every day. Um, a blood thinner in my belly, which was heparin, the same medicine. Um, the healing process, honestly, scale one to ten, ten mm -hmm. for all that I did. Um, I was scared to get in a car. Mm -hmm. Um, me and my husband drove um to Houston to catch my flight. Um. Well, let me speak from there. Mm -hmm. When I woke up, the surgery was already done. Um, and my friend that was over there with me, she was walking around doing everything, you know, doing regular. Right, you know? right. And I'm sitting in a recliner and they, you know, you get your massages and stuff. Um, my blood pressure dropped like lower. I think my blood pressure went from like 50 over 60. Wow. And, um, I couldn't hear my husband, and I remember like hitting my ear because I could see his mouth moving, but I couldn't hear him. But they found me some drops that they would put on my tongue. I think it was my anxiety, me just worrying, and I know that I didn't want a big ass. Right, like, that was right. my main thing. <laughs> and so my friend told me she was like, when he took you um, upstairs, I I could hear your husband saying, "Will y'all give my wife the bus?" She asked because I actually brought my picture over there. I didn't want nothing when I'm standing up. To make me look all outside, mm -hmm. like I didn't want that look, you know. But the doctor did tell me he was like, you know, the butt that I wanted, he was like, you really, really thin, mm -hmm. you know. He did say that he was like, you really, really thin, and um, but he he went on and he um he was able to give me the butt that I desired. But um, I remember standing up. I remember them finally getting me to do a massage, and I turned around. And I look and I'm like full of blood in the back and my butt was like huge. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the lady thought that I was happy that that butt was big. And, you know, rule number one, don't sit on your butt. Right, right. So I'm like, I looked and she was like, don't get happy. Don't get happy. That's not your butt. I said, I don't want it. Because I'm going to sit on it. If you got to be like, right. I'm, I'm about to sit on it. I don't want it big like this. And every time it was time for me to have massages, I literally, my blood pressure would drop. drop. My anxiety would go up. Like I said, back on the Houston drive, my husband had to stop every 10 minutes. I was driving on my knees, sitting in the back. 
Like it was bad. Mm-hmm. But everything that he would tell my husband that would make me make the process better, he was ordering for me. Like I think I got back home, I probably had like 20 Amazon boxes. He ordered me a bed. Um the bed was very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um the medication kept me together, but like I said, I, I had a muscle repair that was also um done too with my tummy tuck. My mm-hmm. muscle repair fell. Because I was in so much pain. I would be crawling on the floor to try to like get up. Um, hard to use the bathroom. It's bad. And I people would tell me all the time, like, you just feeling like that because you're um when you when you're gonna start looking better and feeling that you gonna you're gonna like it, but I regret it the whole time. I'm just starting to be happy right. because it's over now. But right. it it I regretted it the whole time because I felt like it wasn't worth the pain. Right. It right. was not worth the pain. Right. Uh, uh, see, that's so funny because my girl was hurting bad. <laughs> um, I mean, I know like basically like, you know, people and that's another thing, you know, people how can you tell somebody when you they buy? Let, let's give it a give it a really because I mean you know them. Yes, you, you, you know have them. to know them from when you grew up with them. Yeah. So this is exactly how they look. And that's just like, yeah, you know them. I mean, you can't lie. I feel like, what is to, what is to lie about? Right. I mean, you want to just wake up fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it to lie about? Just be honest. I think the most people just want everybody to just feel like they just want to feel like they that bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sorry. Like, if anybody asked me if I had surgery, yes, I had surgery. Now I'm gonna be honest. Like a lot of people that look at me, and if we're just talking, like they really look at me and be like. I, you never said it. I was yes. But yes, I had surgery. You want to know my doctor? I'm going to tell you my doctor. If you want to know the price? I'm going to tell you the price. If you want to know what I did, what I used to recover, I'm going to tell you that. It's nothing to hide. Exactly. It's nothing to exactly. hide. You know? Exactly. And um, you, you go ahead. Mind standing up to show them? Oh, yeah. Because you so couldn't even tell. You, you wouldn't be able to tell. Oh. Like, she looks so natural. And that's the thing. People, I feel like, if you go two or three times, nothing I saw when twice came back looking normal. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the, that's what I always say. Nothing I, I mean, even me, like, I'm not going to sit here. Now, one thing I'm going to say that people don't realize, mm-hmm. like, people tell me, like, I have a big butt. I really don't think I have a big butt. Five mm-hmm. highs form your butt. Mm-hmm. And out of your five high, your butt is not that big. Right. I still have a fudge because, of course, I didn't do lipo on my belly uh-huh. because I had a tummy tuck, which they, um, you know, I am able to go back mm-hmm. to do the lipo on my belly. But if I had that big stomach that I walked around here with all this time, I feel like I'm going to work off. I'm going to work out and do what I have to do. I'm not going back and do a surgery. Right. Be better than that. I'm going to just work. I'm going to just work. work. And you have to work out, right? I do. I feel like me working out has formed my body better. Right. Not better than that woman, but better than what it was before. Like, even after the surgery. Like, I work out, you know, my little hip. You know, I just want to keep everything nice. Right, right. Um, Let's see what else we have. Um, What is your advice, like, to anyone that's thinking about going or is scared to go or... You know, just if you're scared, don't go. But if you want to, for you to feel better, because it does make you feel like a new person, mm-hmm. um, then go. Just find the right doctor. Take care of yourself. Just know that it is it's money when you come back. I mean, I feel like everybody should know that it's very because I know me, I my nurse, thank you, Sadie. She would come over at my house okay. and massage me and take care of me because I was scared to get in a car. Right. So, you know, she would come over at my house, massage me and take care of me over there. So, like I said, I feel like if you want to do it, just do it for you. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you do something to prove a point or be better than the next morning, I don't know. You right. might not come looking right. Right, right. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I know. you know, we're so behind on time where people been getting BBLs. I didn't know nothing about that until the PPP loan came out and then everybody was coming back fine. And then, you know, I, I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's what's happening here? You know what I'm saying? So um, me personally, like, loving hip hop, it's a lot of them cons out here, but you ain't got loving hip hop money. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got I told I, I like I said I come up all the time. I tell him I'm going, and he'd be like, 
if them children college tuition is paid for, go ahead and do what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, that's what my husband told me too. When I said that I wanted it, he supported me, mm-hmm. you know, and he literally stayed home a month to mm-hmm. take care of me, mm-hmm. you know, so he supported it. And honestly, like, all I ever wanted to do. Like I said, I was fine when I met him, you know. Right. And all I ever wanted to do was just get enough to dress for my husband again, feel sexy for him. And right. I feel like he's he didn't say like, oh, you don't look right or nothing like that. But I honestly think that he's very attractive to me now. He's very right. Know? And right. I like it. Right, right. And people, and I say that to say this generation, this world is so crazy because um, I've heard so much things like, oh, since Tasha had her BBL, she's going to cheat on her husband or he's going to have this or that. But honestly, you know, and I know, like you said, that question about mm-hmm. attracting different men, it does because, Lord, it, I, I have to show my husband, mm-hmm. you know, how much men like really come at me now mm-hmm. like in my DM men that have women you know right men right. that in my hometown that been knowing me right you know like I get that attention mm-hmm. now but it don't move me right because even though people feel like I'm changed I ch- I probably changed because of my body now but honestly I did change mm-hmm. I really did to a better person exactly because this body belongs to my man uh-huh. and uh-huh. I feel like when people were saying, like, I was going to cheat because of this or that, it's just stupid shit. I feel like now that I love me, I love him correctly. Right. So that, this body ain't nothing to me. Like, uh-huh. it don't make me, this is his. Right, you know, right, so right. It's not going to change who I am. Exactly. No. That's like that, Um, like, my Jones, back then they just wanted me. Now I'm hot. You know, they all alone, me, you know? So... And that—that's how you basically it is. It, it has crazy. changed. You like, like I'm not saying I'm not saying like guys never tried. Yeah, yeah. Me, but now it's like it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. But I'm gonna just say this. I always tell my husband this. I'm like, I don't care because I want them to say like she ain't doing that. Uh-huh. Because I'm not. Right. You know, right. I'm not. I'm so on me and my man. Exactly. Like I'm not worried about that. Y'all probably would have had a better chance coming in the beat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and i would never let this body change who i am right. I'm, I'm stuck on me right now right right that's awesome so listen on oh girl we be having some <laughs> tricks out here i'm telling you but but facebook because i know like it took me a while to like post myself mm-hmm. uh when i first had my bbl it took me a while um, because my most important thing to me was hidden. I wasn't trying to just show off or right. I wanted to heal. And I think I had my surgery. Well, I had my surgery on January the third, and my I didn't post a picture until like around uh February around the parade in Lafayette. Um, I didn't post a picture because I wasn't trying to show off or anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and people with a lot of people. That's how I know people have to realize that this social media is so fake. Mm-hmm. Like people, when I would post, you know, about, you know, in my close friends on Instagram, you know, how I would keep them updated, mm-hmm. you know, through my whole process. But I couldn't because I was in so much pain. Right. I couldn't right. keep up with everybody. I couldn't tell them anything. So um, people were telling me, they would send me pictures of people that they on Facebook gassing up. So when y'all would send me and be like, um, don't come looking like this person, and I'm like, but y'all just was saying this person look right, right, you know. And then when I post my picture, y'all telling me that I look good, but y'all might be lying to me, so y'all had me nervous. But being that I didn't feel like I needed someone to tell me that I look good, right? I can worry about it because they be gassing up people and they be then they send me the same pictures telling me like, don't come back looking like her, uh-huh. don't this, and that's fake to me. Yeah, you know it's so fake. Yeah, and I didn't really care if they like the body or they don't like the body because I love the body. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't what I had before. Exactly. You know, exactly. Listen, you have to be strong minded and you have that mind. You you like a strong person, like I said, um just running it. Just running it with her from day one. Uh she was real and I loved it. And we wouldn't even text each other on a daily basis. I think text her one time after that. A prayer, a prayer, a prayer. Yeah. A prayer. Now you can get a prayer out of me. Yes. yes. <laughs> you can definitely get a prayer out of me. Yes. Know? Um, and like I said, God does everything. He put people in your life for a reason. So our interview will be 
concluded. Um, and I definitely appreciate you so much. Thank you. I got something Thank for you. you. I ain't gonna give back. You know, I don't talk about me. I ain't gonna give back, but this is okay. I appreciate you and I appreciate you motivating me and just believing in me with starting okay. this. So, you know, got her a really new raw t shirt. Yes, okay. y'all stop and ask her about it. She can tell y'all. Drop the link. Yes, y'all follow because this is something that's so big to me and I feel like we're going to do so good. Um, We got to influence each other. We got to keep it real because the world we live in today is like so fake. Somebody got to speak the real, whether y'all like it or not. So that's what I'm here for. I'm going to give it to y'all real and I'm going to give it to y'all wrong. Until next time, peace out.